Ladies and gentlemen, uh, today's guest uh, is a mixed martial arts legend, uh, an Australian and New Zealand uh, martial arts pioneer, Mark Hunt. Now, you might know him from his career in the UFC, maybe Pride, maybe K1. Uh, he he's back at uh, at 49 years of age, turning uh, turning 50 very soon. Uh, had a recent stint in professional boxing. Uh, I think went down to Paul Gallen, beat Sonny Bill Williams. But of course, if you know him from the UFC, uh, you know he's an absolute legend. And speaking of uh, the UFC, there's been a highly publicised uh, legal battle uh, in regards to a few opponents he has uh, taken have uh, popped for steroids. Uh, and uh, and Mark has essentially uh, tried to sue the UFC. I will not go into the legal jargon of it because I don't understand it. Because um, despite not being an accomplished fighter, I've probably taken as many hits to the head as one. Now, as we uh, as we push on, uh, Mark does sort of uh, let everyone know why he's coming back uh, and what promotion. Uh, we've talked about Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship before. Uh, there's heavy rumors that he'll be taking on uh, the world heavyweight champion there, uh, uh, Mick Terrell. Uh, and look, it's a, it's it's a it's a lovely chat. Mark goes into the discussions about why and 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 how he wants the public to perceive him uh and of course uh how he got into uh mixed martial arts to begin with and fighting uh and then also uh, a little bit about the the lawsuit and it seems to be like a a never-ending saga uh which you know i feel ya. uh but look Without further ado, guys, uh, it's a very rare guest, very special guest. Uh, we don't cover too much Australian MMA, but you know we do cover a man that is loved by everyone in Australian MMA. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, the Super Samoan, Mark Hunt. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. A very special guest, the legendary Mark Hunt. Mark, welcome. Hey, man. Thanks for the time, bro. <laughs> Let's see. Does it... Does it Feel weird to be back in, you know, you're doing media and stuff again, talking about fighting and championships. Um, I don't think it's weird. I mean, I um, like it has been a while. I think I was like a year uh, since my last match. Um, I am fifty in March. Um, but it doesn't feel weird. I mean, I like I said, I um, uh, it, it is what it's supposed to be. To be honest, so. is it one of those things where I, I mean, I guess you've answered this probably a thousand times to a thousand different people, but I, you said nearly fifty. Why are you returning to fighting? Well, it's always been like when I started fighting, it was all about money. You know, I um, and it's, it's like right now, it's it's about money and and um, a new challenge. To be honest, you know, like I said, I took on a giant in in, in the legal battle. Um, I'm not going to speak anymore on that, but in the end, um, financially, it wasn't a good idea. <laughs> um, well, actually, I, I shouldn't say that. I, I I'm not going to say that because it, it it was it was a great idea. It, it's been uh. It's um, let's just say uh, um, it was the right thing to do, and I'm never going to go back in the decision because it was the right thing to do. And like I said, I gave it my retirement to try and make things better for everyone else and myself. But um, because you know the the playing field wasn't an even playing field to be honest, and you know the change got to start from the top. But you know what are you going to do? You're going to continue um to keep you know taking it um from these guys that are cheating, and then um you know so I I do I try to do something about it. Um, that's still in the process. And um, you know, I'm here at um, fifty and uh, fifty next month, and I'm uh, in March, and I'm ready to go on a new challenge. Can I ask you just one question on that? It all started with sure. with Brock Lesnar, right? And 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 that matchup. Now to go 
to look back now and see that he's maybe making a return, how does that make you feel? That ain't happening, that's for sure. And uh, and let me tell you something. So um, um, that wasn't the the, the the catalyst of that lawsuit. It was, it was way before that. It had been any issues before that prior. Um, you know, I've broken 16 screws in my hand um, um, to a previous opponent. And so just like I said, the, the straw on the camel's back was the Brock Lesnar match at the end of the day. And I'm, like I said, I don't regret the decision at all, mm-hmm. ever. It was the right decision to do. Um, it just cost, you know, like I said, mm-hmm. I didn't realize what it was co- would have cost me. It cost my my um, mental health. It cost me financially. Um, you know, I got um, a, a, a bad label. My brand got damaged uh, severely. You know, people, you know, criticize me. People still think that I'm a whiner, whiner, whiner whinging motherfuckers. Yeah, I can't even say that word because that's just not me. <laughs> people still think I'm a whinging bitch. But um, the truth is that that has got nothing to do with it. It was, it was about an even playing field. And not just for me, but for all those coming after me. Um, and like I said, as a pioneer, I thought it was my duty to 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 lay the platform so no one else has to go for this rubbish. And it's still my duty. And um, you know, I, although I won't say uh, any more about it, it was you know I'm never going to change my mind of that decision. You know, I gave up uh, my retirement to to make things even. I didn't realize how much of a bigger deal it'll be. But um, you know, I'm here to make things even and make things right. Like I said, it, it's um, time will tell about the change of it all. And um. And like I said, that ain't happening with that Lesnar thing. I don't care what anyone says. The only way that's ever happening is, is if the monster's satisfied. And people that know only know. <laughs> <laughs> now, when it comes to, I mean, you mentioned uh, it, it is about money. Of course, that's a, normally a concern when we see some of our favorite fighters coming back at, at such a late age, you know, the Evander Holyfields, all that sort of stuff. How do you put uh, your friends, family, fans, minds at ease that, you know, you are still you know, uh, willing and, and ready and able to fight at, at a high level. Well, look, man, at the end of the day, anyone that starts this journey as a fighter, there's, there's, they've got to be crazy. There's got to be some little bit of crazy in them. And then all of us that choose this path, you know, some of us say, um, you know, like myself, I say I was chosen to be a fighter because, you know, Almighty said, God said, yeah, I didn't know what I want to be in life. But a lot of those that choose this path, um, they've got to be a little bit, Little, a couple of screws loose because this is not no no one in their right mind says to you um, that this is the right way to do it. None of us are actually mentally okay when we when we choose this path because it's crazy if you think if if this is the top table. And I've said it many times. If this iPhone is the top table of, of fighting, and mm-hmm. you have to sit at the table to feed your family, it's okay when you start because it's just you. Mm-hmm. But as you go along that journey, and you have, and you have kids come along, your missus comes along. You have to sit at that top table to eat properly. Yeah. You know, you've got to be a bit crazy to say, I can do that. Well, anyone that says they want to do, be a fighter for, the, for their lives has got those those issues. They, they've got to, you know, put everything into it. They've got no plan B. When I came through, there was no plan B. Um, and I'm, when I started this journey, I'm the same way as when I started this journey from, from then till now. You know, like I said, I've gone into a lot more battles with that, um, and and like I said, you can hear me. I'm 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 fine. I, yeah. my, my my I'm not sitting here, you know, like a lot of the fighters I've met with, you know, <laughs> slurring or whatever. Um, but yeah, like I said, I'm fine. I my, my priority and why I want to do this has always been for money, even when I started this. And regardless of what people say, oh, that's kind of sad. You come at this age, this kind of well, that's for me is not sad yeah. because at the end of the day, 
I look at it as I'm not sitting here asking you for a handout. I'm not sitting here going on a, on a pension or something and saying, oh, I need this from the government. I'm, that's just not me, bro. You know, I, I've earned too much money to say to the government, I need a handout. Mm. You know, I can't <laughs> do it. So I, I'd rather just go um, go back and compete and, and make my bread like everyone else. I mean, at the end of the day, 99% of the globe have to get up and go and grind and go to work. You know, no, I'm not different. Is it My job's different. I just, I get punched in the face. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like getting beat up. I don't think anyone, and anyone that's, like I said, another, anyone that says they love getting beaten up or for the glory of fighting, they don't do it for the money, is lying. You know what I mean? Because as a fighter, we all got to make, make his big meets. And um, so that's why, I mean, don't feel sad for me. I don't, I don't need your pity. You know what mm. I mean? What I need you to do is tune in. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, and, and at the end of the day, my decision to take on big corporates has always been the right thing in my heart and it's still right to this day. Mm. And there's a lot of things that that, um, that will change um, in the near future. Like I said, um, that Lesnar fight ain't happening until <laughs> things are sorted out. You know what I mean? So, um, and I can guarantee you, unless the, unless the monster's satisfied, you ain't going to see that guy fight again. What do you mean? UFC. What do you mean by that? Unless the monster's satisfied. Well, look, like I said, none of the monsters looking that way. You know, I, I'm giving these guys the opportunity to go behind, but the monster's got to be satisfied. If he's not satisfied, then there's a big problem for you. are going to have big problems. I said before, that's uh, a lot of things I've said before. Um, and when I say it'll come to fruition, it will. I mean, I, those that know need to know. You'll see in the, in the video future when it comes to fruition. So, yeah, <laughs> in the end, uh, this is what I'm saying, So. If I mean, you mentioned this being, you know, the only thing you knew how to do was was fight. If you could go back and I don't know, be a lawyer or something like that, would you? I I don't. I think uh, I don't think I would. Like I said, I've, I've met some lawyers, and I'm not tiring the same brush with all these lawyers. They're all the same. The the lawyers I've met are corrupted lawyers. The more the lawyers I've met, the the Christina Dennings, the Brian Boshies of this world that I've met that have helped me that. They've actually not helped. These lawyers are corrupted. Mm. And these guys, uh, you know, they should be ashamed of themselves. They should, they're a black eye on the American law society. And it's, it's actually a real shame and pity. Um, when I when I got involved with these guys, they just they just made me they made me feel like it was it was okay for seven years. They lied to me and you mm. know, they 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 did mis malpractice, they did criminality. Um, yeah, I even thought the judge was, was corrupt at one stage. But um you know, the judge can only rule on what you can see. And if, um, like I said, I, I wouldn't be a lawyer. I wouldn't change the way my life has been because uh, at the end of the day, I'm happy where I am. And uh, and I don't need these uh, people feeling pity on me like I'm going back to fight at 50. I mean, if you could do what I do at my age, wouldn't you do it? There's yeah. no way I'd go back and be be an office, a lawyer and go there and sit around and you know lie and cheat and steal from people. I'm not saying every, every lawyer is. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying the ones I've met, I like that. I corrupted. So, um, so when you're, if they ever listen to this, Christina Dene and Brian Boshi, you're going to lose your license this year for sure. And I'm going to take your livelihood like you try to take mine. Wow. Now, when it comes to how you started your career, do you ever, I mean, I, I read somewhere that you got invited to a gym out of, because of a nightclub fight. Uh, is, is that true? Well, I wasn't invited. Like I said, when I grew up, I didn't know what to do in my life. I, I was um, on the rough side. I got into some issues outside the club. That 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 night, I got into an altercation outside the club called DTMs. And you know, four days later, I was fighting in that very same nightclub, uh, or probably 
eight or seven days later. It was it was a little bit. I had like about three or four days of Muay Thai training. It was my mm. first fight ever in the ring. Uh, it was Muay Thai. So you, you're right about it. My first coach was uh, Sam Masters, who was the doorman. <laughs> and I felt like I owed him a favor because I didn't get get arrested that night. So, you know, and, you know, 30 something three later, years later, I'm talking to you about making my comeback into bare knuckle as a 49-year-old. <laughs> and if, if that doesn't tell you about that, that my... That, that God said, this is what you're going to be with the life or do with your life. This is exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, <laughs> full circle, bare knuckle to bare knuckle. And we talk about bare knuckle. I mean, what excites you? Like what matchups? What is it about the promotion? Why did you pick bare knuckle? Well, I just don't think, uh, I don't think, um, I think that's it's, it's, the sport's real. I mean, you know, when you go, it's like gypsy fighting. You go, it's like street fighting. It, it's just got a ref. It's got yeah. a referee in there. <laughs> you know, like you said, from street fighting to, to bare knuckle, like I feel that it's a great challenge. I mean, like the champion is is he's, he's a respectable person, mm-hmm. uh, an honest person. Like I said, I can make a, a, a good deal deal with Dave. But I've been speaking to them for a while. We just didn't didn't get it across the line, you know, to be honest mm-hmm. with, with financially wise. But I feel we're going to come close soon. Um, I don't think they're as um, capable as I am. You know, um, the only issue I have is if um, if these hands can take a few more scars. You know what I mean? That's all I can say. <laughs> Um, but I do feel that's um, my kind of um, sport. I, I love the the rawness and honesty of of, of uh, bare knuckle fighting because you know what you're going to get. And there, you've been no- about it. you've been known as like a one of the real fighters, one of the guys that you just know is going to fight any any time, any place, anywhere. Is there any fighter in the world right now that you go, man, I I love him. Like he looks like he's cut from the same cloth as me. That's the bare knuckle heavyweight champion of the world. That's who I, they, uh, uh, Mick. That's who I'd like to uh, uh, to fight right now. Is that guy? Because when I spoke with him the other day on the interview, you know, he looks like he's like me. He's a respectable person. He he, he doesn't look like he cheats. You know, he's a, he's a you know. I'll make sure my contract doesn't say that. That will say that. You know, if you're called doping, um, like I asked Dana years and years ago, to just take the funds off him. So I don't feel they should to prosper um, and make money from what they do because um, it's. For me, it's I, th- I think it's a you can call it premeditated murder. Even though if the person if the person dies, then it's premeditated murder. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But if you know, um, I feel that's how harsh the penalties should be. It's the, the laws of sport should be changed. And um, finally, before I let you go, Mark, because I do really appreciate time. I know you're a very busy man. I just wanted to ask you this, and I ask everyone this that comes on the show. But after it's all said and done, and this includes bare knuckle as well, how does Mark Hunt want to be remembered in in mixed martial arts? As a pioneer, that um, that didn't take uh, you know. I, although I fight for money, it wasn't. I didn't get paid off to to take dives. As a pioneer, to lay in the platform for others behind me, all the boys and girls that want to be fighters, that can make it easier for them just to be good enough to say, okay, there's the hole that these guys have before the forefathers have gone through. We don't need to go in those holes. We just go straight, get paid, and live well. That's it. And who's the next Mark Hunt? Could be a teenager, could be a young fighter up and coming, could be a fighter could, now. Could be a, a girl. Like I said, my, my fighting capabilities is, is like I, I said, guys, you know, I, I mean, uh, my 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 principles is what I stand for, uh, as I want to remember, is for doing the right thing, especially because, you know, like I said, this is a corrupt, corrupt world. And, uh, and, and, and fighting is rough as it is. It's pretty rough as it is anyway. Mm-hmm. Now, we all, that's why I said, you got to be a bit, Kind of have a couple of screws loose to try and want to do this for a living. Well, and us seeing these people, um, you know, on, on the TV, it doesn't mean that they're doing okay. 
just because they work for some organization. You know, it doesn't mean they're okay. There's a lot of issues at play here, but yeah. Anyway, thanks for your time. Yeah, I I really do appreciate it. You sound in, in good health. Like you said, you, you, you're speaking well. And just even as a fan, that's amazing to know that you're still at the top of your game. I'm glad that hey. you're getting there. Hey, don't don't have. I, I don't need your pity, bro. I don't need. People think that it's sad that I'm doing this. No, I think, I need, uh, yeah, that's not sad for me. No, I, 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 yeah, it's it's weird. It's like I I feel it. it it's not you. I think it's the story of when you hear fighters but, come back, but, you get yeah, a little. But that's yeah, the 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 perception of me, like I said, the narrative of my of Mark Hunt was was made out to be like he's a whinging bitch or this. Do you see me sitting here whinging and crying no, on my couch no, about, no. about things going? No, I'm I'm like I said. If anything, I'm far from that. I'm the opposite. My brand is, mm. I'm back here saying to you, I don't need your pity. I'm going to come back and make my own money. Honestly, mm. the way I do it always, and that's being a fighter. So forget your pity. I don't need it. I mean, like all I need is you guys to tune in when I'm when I'm winning that world title. <laughs> and that's uh, it. I love it, mate. Take it easy. Uh, big, big fan for a long time. Thank you for taking the time.